Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. All right, we're gonna we're gonna attempt to hold it down uh, during Clint Sterner's football at four. Clint is out, but Sean Bajani is in, so uh, we got you. We got you here. All right, understanding that the, the Texans are going to have a new coach, and we also know right they're going to have a new offensive coach. I don't believe Pat Hamilton is bring, is being brought back I don't, unless you know something I don't. We also didn't think Tim Kelly no. would be around as long as he was. But you know what? I'm not no. going to even say that. This We're looks like a much better search. Where's the lovey soundbite for that response? No, 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 and no. No, 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 place. no, and no. <laughs> yeah, you don't have too much time uh, to be able to play loveys. Uh, but we know we're going to have a new offense. And we would – God, when you just look at the candidates around, even the defensive coaches who they're connected with, you feel like this offense from a coaching standpoint, scheme standpoint, is going to be in a much better spot. And with that, I've been thinking, and I, and I don't want to just relegate this to Sean Payton, although that's the one that comes to my head a lot. But yeah. there's Sean Payton, there's Shane Steichen, uh, there's uh, there's somebody potentially, if it's D'Amico Ryans from the McVay-Shanahan tree, you would almost assume uh, that would be the route he would go as an offensive coach. Uh, Gannon somewhere from that, that Sirianni, Steichen, Frank Reich tree. Like this, you feel you feel better that the offense is going to be in a better scheme in a better spot. Who's a player? Who's a player that comes to mind that you're excited for that the Texans have right now? Because we look at this group and we look at man, they're a void of talent, and, and and they don't. But I also do believe there's going to be players, or at least a player, that we look at and say, man, that guy's playing a lot better than we thought he could. Man, he looks better. Like, if you had to pick one. I guess, was, well, I got two that came to well, mind. Let's hear Let's hear him. Like one, one is a guy that you would have just liked to have seen this year. Um, and, you know, hopefully he's able to just totally beat beat, beat this whole thing. But John Mechie, right? Ooh, like, yeah. that, that is a guy that I can't wait to see on yeah. a football field. You know, his speed, route running ability. Um, I went back and watched a little old Alabama John Mechie just to, to yeah. remember. Yeah. Hey, I've been watching a lot of, I mean, not so much in the last uh, week or so, but when the Bryce Young talk was hot before the Texans screwed the pooch and blew the number one overall pick, yeah, I was watching that a lot. Um, but Nico Collins is the Nico. obvious other one for me. Um, yeah. I think there is something. like I think Nico took a step forward. I think I think we would have looked at Nico 
a little bit more differently if he had better quarterback play uh, and better coach, better uh, better coaching and better, and better situations. Yeah. Um, because he showed some things, big body catches. I just like it didn't seem like he got enough opportunities to use his body, to use his size. Right. That you would hope. But no, no, hell, when I, Davis I, I, Mills was overshooting him, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, Davis did. Davis did airmail a few. Of them. Yeah. 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 I, for me, that, to any of the coaches, right? I'm with that. Those are good ones. I think I see a lot. I see some people going in here with uh, with with Pierce um, as well. For me, I think Jordan Akins is a hidden gem. Man, I don't think he's too hidden. And 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 if they can if they can keep him, if they can hold on to him, I, I'm not sure his contract situation. I would assume he's able to go somewhere else if they just brought him in off the streets, yeah, like they did. But Jordan Akins. And when I say hidden gem, I, I think there is a clear, uh, clear step forward that he can take again, because there's just something about. I'm not going to say he's Travis Kelsey or nothing, mm-hmm. but he's got some wiggle to him. There's some. He makes plays. If you like, there have been times you just get the ball in his hands. He's been able to make people miss. He's got, you know, above average speed for the position. And then finally, you know, the final game of the season of all times. They were seeking him out yeah. uh, in, in the time you, you you most needed not to. They were seeking him out, and he was he was a guy that created mismatches. I think Jordan Aikens, he's, he's getting a little older. He's not 30 yet, but he's, he's he's there. I think Jordan Aikens is a guy that I could see Shane Steichen, if you look at what they've done with, with Goddard in Philly, yeah. and, 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 and Sean Payton, obviously, with the creativity there. I think there is something that could be there, – there's something untapped there. Did you uh, see that Akins. story that um, uh, one of the Texan beat writers, Jonathan Alexander, wrote about Jordan Aiken towards the end of the season? You know, why yeah. why we saw this type of play coming from him? I thought it was really interesting. I mean, that he'd come in with a chip on his shoulder, you know? Yeah. Um, and I thought that was like a really, really cool story. So maybe he's kind of like re been reinvigorated and kind of found himself and um, – he can maybe be a really, really good player for somebody. Maybe it's here as a Houston Texan. But if not, I was going to look at tight end, too. I like Tegan Quatoriano, man. Mm, I really, do. really like that Those guy. last few games, he showed he showed some flashes, as they say. By the way, Jordan Akins is 30. Yeah. He is 30 years old. But still, I mean, I was, uh, no. still right now, I just, I don't know, man. There's something there with him. Some I see someone texting in. And, and this this one is is – like, I'm not laughing at this one at all. If it's the right person, especially Sean Payton, someone text in Davis Mills. I mean, like, I, I think Davis Mills would be, I don't think, now, now listen, I want to make oh, this man. very clear. Stop. I'm going to make this very clear. Davis Mills is not leading you uh, to anyhow, anywhere. Uh, not with this AFC. We look at the final four right now. It's Trevor Lawrence, and he's in because the Chargers crapped themselves in Jacksonville or it would have been Justin Herbert. But it's Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and, and Joe Burrow, the final four, right? So I, I'm not saying he's going to be able to get you to those spaces and then there's Lamar and Deshaun and others who aren't even in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's going to get you to those spaces, but I do think he's a, he's a better quarterback if he's working with Sean Bate. I think he will an, an improvement. I'm not going to argue with that, really, but how much better? And, you know, I, I want somebody no, to come I, I, in I just, with a little piss and vinegar. You know, like, I, I want somebody that when they speak, like, I actually want to listen to them. Like, I'm just talking about the guy throwing the ball. I, I get it. He's I, not, no, the leadership, that aspect, that ain't there. No, it's not there. No, and that, not. That's what I want. 
That's what I want, and I've kind of I've seen two years of it. And I don't need to see any more just because it's under. Oh, so you system. don't even want him on a team anymore. I mean, you can you can be a shots. No, I'm with you. You, uh, you can uh, be a backup, I, I guess. I but I mean, no, not even that because hell no, no. I'm sorry, Dave. Oh, I mean, nothing oh, nothing oh, personal. Let's, let's go to let's go to this next one. Then I, I'm, I'm here. You, this could be impromptu here. All right. <laughs> this, is, Omaha. this is this is fun. We, we talked about this a little bit, so you're you're like you're out on Davis Mills. I'm gonna tell you my stipulation with Davis Mills. Mm-hmm. To me, if you draft Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or Bill Levis uh, at that at that second pick, <laughs> yeah, then I don't want Davis Mills there, yeah, because I wouldn't want a veteran guy for him to lean on. If you're going to get a veteran guy, I could accept Davis Mills there. You you're in the you you're like you just don't. No, want I'm not no, even looking at it from that point of view. You don't view. even want no pieces of Davis Mills. Don't at want all. any pieces. You're done of it. with it. I, and the reason why, from a football sense, when you get a guy, if you get a guy like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or whoever, I want my backup to have a, 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 a similar type of skill set to my starting quarterback, right? Like somebody that can do some similar things, right? And I don't think Davis Mills, in fact, I know his game doesn't sync up to anything that Bryce Young could offer you or C.J. Stroud could offer you. Will Levis, and you know, maybe a little bit more, but no. Like, I've kind of been there, done that. You're going to tell me you're going to sit here right now and be cool with, like, hey, this uniform change and the color change and a head coach and money to spend, bringing better players in, but you're going to continue on with the same popcorn fart quarterback that you've had for the last two we years. Like, I don't, need, I, I don't need that. Like, I thought we wanted to excite the fan base and insight like hope. Yeah, but but and- a new quarterback it, it excites them in some form or fashion. I, listen, I'm not going. I'm not going to argue you down. I think, I think there are a lot of people who are all okay with him being a, a backup, and it would be the, the craziest thing in the world if he is here. I do think Sean Sean Payton would make him a better quarterback. But you're like, I'm out. No, nah, I'm out. Popcorn man. fart. I like that right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I don't need it. I don't need hey. it. Houston, you don't need it. He's deleting. <laughs> He's deleting Davis Mills. Control man. art. Oh my the god! Man. He cut out. He cut out Davis Mills. Davis is gone. Johnny will delete some stuff. He now. just reminded me. That's still something I want to address with you guys later. <laughs> Don't say that for Tyler. Tyler. No, it's for Tyler, both of you. Tyler's bought the. It's not you. It's Tyler's the show the- page that I need to address with you. Oh, okay. I, I, I think I know where you're going with it. Right. I'm still. I can't wait to to respond to it. But don't All mess right. with Tyler on Davis. Tyler bought his jersey. Tyler's okay, I, I've come to terms. Tyler's, I just needed more time to see. Tyler's friends at times on Facebook with his mother. So, um, <laughs> Oh, Mama Mills loves me. She's Tyler, a sweetheart. I wonder if she ended it with you. No, 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 no. We're still friends. All right. Um, also here, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, as we continue on Clint Turner's Football F4, Bill O'Brien has uh, interviewed for the Patriots offensive coordinator job today and listen it's it's one of the worst kept secrets the, the, the conversation has been that he is going to come and take over and I, and I want to get to that because I, I actually think he'll be a, a good fit and will absolutely improve their offense and Mac Jones should be screaming and jumping up and down because actually for what for what Bill wants to do and how he wants to play how his quarterbacks and how he wants them to play. Mac Jones is the carbon copy of what he wants. Like it, there were times he would put, he would try to make Deshaun Watson be Tom Brady, and that's not the way you should use Deshaun Watson. 
Mac Jones ain't Tom Brady, but he's in that he's in that style of quarterback. And to go from and it, it can't get more, much worse to go from Matt Patricia and Joe Judge in your ear to going to Bill O'Brien, who I think this will be a good role for him. Yeah, and I I, I, think I like Mac Jones. We said this, we talked about this. I think the Patriots are are easily in the playoffs if Bill O'Brien is their offensive coordinator last year and not Matt Patricia and uh, playoffs. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, oh, I, they, I mean, they, they, I, I, I pause on that because, like, to be honest with you, I didn't watch a ton of their games, but I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, they, they were they, a game away. All, all the things you know that we can say about Bill O'Brien, obviously. Look, he's he's a good offensive mind. He's been a good coordinator before. I mean, here we saw it. Um, it left a lot to be desired with one of the best quarterbacks in the league when when he was calling shots with Deshaun Watson. I mean, there is that. But, yeah, I guess I, I won't offer too much pushback there. I do like Mac Jones. I can't wait to hear, like, Bill Simmons, you know, in his take on this whole thing, if, if Bill O'Brien gets the job in New England. Because you know what they were talking about about three weeks ago? He had Seth Wickersham on his podcast, and they were like, oh, you know, Tom Brady, his future, you know, what's it going to be? If Bill O'Brien goes back to New England, is that going to be like what lures Brady back to New England and that whole thing? And I'm like, oh my god! So I can't wait to hear that the retort. Dream, the dream, no. <laughs> the dream. Yeah, I, I think Simmons I think Bill, and his Patriot love. I think Bill will do just fine there. I just, but to the point of why Bill is there and being interviewed is still just wild as hell. What were the Patriots doing? Like how? Like, and, I mean, and, and Bill Bill Belichick is such a, a great coach that he got them jokers to be in still within a win on the final week of the season against Buffalo. And had they not had two kickoff returns for touchdowns in that game, I think they would have beaten Buffalo. Where's your damn head at, dude? Wait, that wasn't Buffalo that they were playing where they did that stupid, like, uh, No, that was the Raiders. That was the Raiders. another game that they lost. They lost to the Raiders when they threw the – Yeah, they had just silly, silly losses this year. But – and, and mistakes. The Vikings, they beat them in a one-possession game, I believe, in, on Thanksgiving, and, and they had a return there. One of the worst worst years uh, of Belichick's history with special teams. That had to be, like, one of the worst bad beats of all time. Oh, yeah. I that mean, Raiders it, game. No, yeah, a- absolutely. But that, <laughs> yeah, I know somebody was pissed with oh uh, the, <laughs> the over, probably with the points and. Yeah. And the, and the, but it's just like, what was he thinking? Like, how did he think that – Matt Patricia <laughs> and and Joe Judge taking over your second year quarterback was going to be like I, I oh mean, my I, god I, I just don't even understand I would and, envision anybody else doing that to a young quarterback beside Bill you think, Belichick like, listen, you think my you think Mac Jones fully trusts Bill Belichick. After that, I, I don't fully I, trust. I don't know if you no. can. Like I don't like. I no. He's probably a little skeptical to this Bill O'Brien, but I, I you should I, be. We should all be. That's unbelievable that he did. White eighty, white eighty. All right, uh, this is news coming out as we've uh, uh, they picked a location just in case uh, coming up over the weekend if the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs both win uh, their playoff games in the divisional round then we now know that the AFC Championship game will be played in Atlanta. Tickets went on, officially went on sale for that game that could potentially happen, like I said, if Buffalo and Kansas City wins. This was a Bengals running back Joe Mixon commenting on uh, on his thoughts about those tickets going for sale. 
To be honest, it's, it's disrespectful, but we're not worried about that. Like I said, we, we got a game to play on Sunday, right? So you can't count us out. We got a game to play on Sunday. Like I said, that other stuff, that don't mean We're going to go out there on Sunday and, you know, we're going to do what the hell we got to do to come back with that dub. And then we're going to see what they're talking about. God, I love that. Yeah, listen, it's, it's, it, there's a lot you can do with this. One, Zach Taylor and the Bengals should be using this completely as pure motivation and bulletin board material. Too easy. Tackling fuel. And it's tough. But it's also dumb at the same time. It's very dumb. But of course they're. <laughs> Of course they're putting tickets on sale. You know exactly why they're putting yes. tickets on sale. Makes them want wanna, them stands to be empty. <laughs> what, what, you want to wait till after the game to put them on? Of course they're putting tickets on sale. You know what they're doing, and then they're going to give everybody their money back when I believe Joe Mixon is right and Cincinnati wins. Although, like, I wonder how much, like, like for real, how pissed and how much bulletin board material is it going to be when, Javar ha- when DeMar Hamlin walks onto the field? I know I'm gonna oh. get chills. You know what I mean? Oh like, my God. like at that point, if you're Cincinnati, yeah. like <laughs> you forgot all about this. Oh, they put they put tickets. No, no, that's know. a that's a moment. You know what I mean? That, uh, that's a moment. Oh, you, you get past that moment. You and get then past that, that moment real quick. Like, hey man, you know that was five a minutes. terrible situation a couple of weeks ago. But hey, he's here. He's good. All right, I now back think, to this. I think Demar <laughs> washes away the bulletin board material. I, that is done not by the Bills themselves, but by the NFL. You know what? I don't think so because the Bengals are playing the Bills. Like, I know the situation is what it is. Like, I, I get why it exists. But I'm saying it would it would be a little bit easier to move on from it if, in fact, the Bengals weren't playing the Bills and they were selling tickets for, you know, other opponents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that would be totally different. But because you're playing the team and, yeah, they got this Hamlin story going on, like, no, you're going to quickly move on from those pregame uh, moments, and it's back to business. And they're going to be playing with a massive chip on their shoulder, no doubt. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. I, I happen to think Cincinnati is going to win that game. Man, I don't uh, know. I'm with you. I, I, I think the Bengals are going to win that game, and it'll, and it'll be mute on where that game this is This happens played. all the time in sports where there are, you know, subplots like this. And the Bengals, not that they're like Cinderella, but this is just – this is just another layer of, like, storybook-type stuff. We see it all the time in sports and a lot in the NFL. And just, you're a year removed from one of the one of the most classic games ever between Bills and Chiefs and how that played out. You know, but Josh Allen, it's a home game for him. He's not going home without a W. That's kind of the way that I think he's viewing it ultimately. Oh, he might be viewing it that way. I don't know if he can stop turning the ball over, but we'll see what happens yeah. there. We'll see what happens there. Uh all right, uh, let me great let, theater. Let, let me hear this. Are you, as a Rockets fan, are you okay that they're still tanking? Are you okay that the Rockets are currently still tanking? We'll discuss that. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hubley. Let's hear it. Drive family, trailer, wool, and frame. Text line 713-572-4610. 713-572-4610. You can call in. The Rockets are clearly tanking. I think John Wall, uh, he just kind of let us know from somebody that was within. They were tanking three years ago. They were tanking last year. They're tanking this year. They are now... Uh, in the midst of a 12-game losing streak, they just lost to the other worst team in the NBA last night at home. They gave up 122 points. Yeah, it's not good. I know it's not, Cody. Um, a couple of things. Steven Silas addressing this uh, stuff a little bit because a lot coming down after John Wall's uh, uh, comments on the podcast, the Theo Pinson podcast that everyone's hunting. Down. I know I've got my alarm set for Theo Pinson's podcast. Uh, I am an avid listener. Um, <laughs> but he talked about how this has been very, very different. This rebuild. This rebuild, they're calling a rebuild. Uh, and that rebuild word actually means tank for them. But this is, a, this is what Stephen Silas had to say. I'd say that this situation is very different than any other situation I've been in with young guys because we have so many right? There's 19 and 20 year olds who are the ones who drive the, drive the bus basically. All right. That was uh that was him. Drive the, Sean has lost it real quick. Let, let, before it, before you, you, you comment, Sean's rolling you need his the Burger eyes, King song. his neck, man. Uh, yeah. might, I think he might, I think <laughs> maybe he after might. this damn thing. I, I think he, I think he may need it. Um, there you go. A little small of it, small piece of it. Um, this was Steven Silas within that. These young players, how he uh, how he handles uh, what they're doing during this rebuild, aka tank. Some of it is learning from mistakes, learning through mm. adversity, learning from film sessions, learning from it's init- it's important for me mm. to lay out what the expectations are, but to expect young kids not to make mistakes <laughs> is unrealistic. So I, I get that there will be mistakes made and there has to be patience that goes along with that. And accountability is a big part of that. But yeah, when you're 19, 20, 21, there's going to be times where it's disjointed. There's going to be times where there's mistakes made. And the way that I do it is I teach from those moments. And that's how I do it. Well, go ahead, Sean, because you're just, I mean, you're about to lose your mind, man. Just yeah, let it out. We talked about this earlier. And so whenever Silas said there in his first cut said, you know, well, they have the bus. Like, they're driving the bus. Like, clearly they are, but they're not equipped to do so. You haven't given them the tools they need to do that optimally. We talked about this earlier. I got I don't know if you saw the text, but Landry Locker sent us uh, three texts. Bam, bam, bam. He said, when I made the analogy that, hey, look, you know, Silas, this has to fall on him, too. If you're going to give the keys to these young guys and expect them to steer the ship like these, what he really meant by that, I think, was 
these are the guys that we have to rely upon. 19, 20, 21-year-old kids, okay? And I get that to a degree. I mean, that's the rebuild. You're trying to to get this influx of young talent and see what you got, but you have to teach them how to play together and develop some killers, man. And, like, a lot of these guys, they had that if they came from high school, if they came from, you know, college a year or two. Like, they had that killer. You saw something in them outside of just what they could do on a basketball court. It's how they went about their business. And I said, well, look, look at the way that Levy Smith kind of handled some of the younger guys this past year. And I use Damian Pierce as a clear example. It's the only one of those guys, not Derek Stingley, not Jalen Petrie, not even really Kenyon Green, who they did bring along slowly, but they still let him figure it out. They let him make mistakes. And the only thing that kept any one of those guys not named Damian Pierce off the field unless it was the last month of the season with Pierce, who had the ankle injury, the high ankle sprain, it wasn't their play. I mean, he let those guys go out there and make mistakes. But, man, as soon as Damian Pierce fumbles the football, never mind if Rex Burkhead does it, never mind if Daria Gumbawale does it, who, you know, tried his ass off to see the field and barely did at the end of the day. Yeah, benched at times. But you yank Damian Pierce off the field. And, and you're trying to preach accountability. You're trying to say, hey, look, this is the most important thing taking care of the football. But you're going to go let Davis Mills spin it eight straight games to the other team, you know, averaging, you know, at least one pick per game. I'm a part of the Mills Mafia, too. And where's the accountability from Silas that he's talking about? Like, how are you holding guys like Jalen Green, Jabari Smith, KPJ, Alpern Sagoon? Like, how are you holding this entire young, very skillful, promising roster accountable? You're not that, holding anybody accountable so because you're not trying to, because and, you're still in tank mode. And don't tell me you teach. Like, but you can hold, there can be accountability while you're in tank mode. There, there absolutely can be. I mean, could. I, 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 I firmly believe, like, you know, the Texans, they constructed that roster because they knew there was a bunch of Jags there. They knew there was a bunch of young players there that weren't ready and had no clue how to win. And you know what? I think they constructed that roster not knowing they would get half as much out of Jerry Hughes as they did. Um, and you just you, you kind of had an idea. You know, it's probably going to be a, a top seven, six, you know, five draft choice team at the end of the year. And you know what? You damn near had number one and you just screwed it up. And you said you were fine with it. And you know what? Some part of me believes that's actually true. They were fine with it. They wanted to win that last game for whatever reason. Like, but accountability can absolutely exist. And you're seeing every way that it's not if you watch this team every night on the floor. And But if you're completely tanking, I, I don't know that it, I, I don't know how serious it is because you're complete, like, the, the goal is to, all right, we're going to play, like, you're going to play these young guys at the same time, but we, we want to lose. Like, we want, we want to put ourselves in a position to where we can highly improve our team. There is... Like, I believe John Wall, and we're seeing it right now. There is no, all right, let's really motor to the next step. Like, coming into the year, I, hell, I think I've heard you have conversations with you, and I really didn't appreciate how Adam Spillane laughed at you that, that one time. But the thought of, yeah, the thought of could they somehow maybe this year at least challenge for the play-in? Yeah. Challenge for the 10 seed, be around it. Can they do that? And I, I really thought that that was a possibility. When you look into at the their season. roster, yeah. you're thinking, well, yeah. you're thinking the natural. All right, Shagoon, and we got Green, and now you bring in Jalen Smith and these young guys. Are they really ready to take a step? But then we saw what they did to the offseason, who they added, and the things that they weren't trying to. No. 
And so, I mean, yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to have accountability, but if you are in the mode of, like, all right, we're going we're gonna to really add, like, this is our power, we're still tanking, then you, I don't know how much accountability. And you're not putting, like, a, you're not putting the coaching staff, and I think a coach that is, you know, ready to do that. Like, I don't think Steven Silas is, is, is that guy that has the pelts, as, as, as Clint would say, is, on the wall to do this? Is he being allowed to? And that's the text that I meant to reference earlier. Which when I would it up, even you know, continue to more go towards the, they're doing this on, the, the, this is a, this is still year three of a tank. But Landry texts this, he goes, well, one, in reference to Silas, in my point, he's not allowed to. Stone, talking about Rafael Stone, their Rocket, the Rockets GM, Stone's baby is KPJ, and Lovey was allowed to. That's what Landry texted me earlier. And I heard a little bit of like their conversation driving in today, talking about just this exact same topic. But at some point, if you're if you're Steven Silas, like this is what you do. This is your career. He wants to sit up here and talk about teaching and accountability and you know, He's having all these young guys. Him, like at some point, like if you're just following the plan, the playbook, and what your boss, Rafael Stone, wants you to do, then what are you really doing? How are you bettering yourself as a coach? How are you bettering your team? All of these young guys that in large part should still be in college. You know what I mean? Like, how are you making these guys better? And at the end of the day, how are they helping you? Because nobody's going to remember you being the leader of a freaking tank three, four, five, six years down the road. I mean, They're just going to say, you know what, this guy can't well, coach. He, and that's the part about it is he is going to be the one who pays. And really, I got I, I, he should if he let it go on like this. He's going to be the one that eventually, I believe, pays for the tank. Like, you should be coaching your ass off right now. And I know there's probably, you know, this weird dynamic these two guys don't necessarily jive between Steven Silas and John Lucas. There's this good cop, bad cop thing going on. I, I get that dynamic and how that might not be working as well, but it's because messages can be can be mixed. And if you're a young player and you're hearing two different things, you know, from the leaders of a coaching staff, then how do you know really what page to get on? But you can also find a way to manipulate the situation if you're a young guy. You know exactly who to go to, you know, when somebody's not seeing it your way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so you you create a divide in the locker room. And I just think it's a big mess that has been created by the architect of this rebuild in Rafael Stone. And at some point you have to realize and not be greedy, but realize the talent that you have already in-house. And that you know what? The best thing he said it yesterday, Silas did on multiple occasions. I heard his uh, coach's show leading up to tip off of the Rockets game last night that, you know, the best experience is Gaining experience. Okay, but there's a good kind and a bad kind. Right now, these guys are learning bad habits, and they're learning exactly what to do to not be good pros. Absolutely. Absolutely. And no one there to teach. All right. um, The the coaching search for for the Texans has really, really put a damper on this being one of my favorite times of the year. As the Texans have the number two pick in the draft, this should be a fun level of just playing all kinds of hypotheticals. Well, I got one for that ass. That's coming up next. <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, hey, I got a hypothetical. And I and, and listen, before we get to the dang gum thing, it's a hypothetical. So just live in the world of, of hypothetical. And if you don't know what that word means, just look it up. No judgment. Okay, 
Just, you, just remember your words right now whenever I present to you my case. Okay, in regards I, to I, the will, I will thing. be open. Just okay. Now, you say yay or nay. Think about it. I'm not saying that it's going to happen or I would do it. I'm just I'm just presenting you in that in that space. I just want you to think a little bit. Think a little bit. But before we get to that, all right, let, let's hear what the what what is it that you want to say to us? You want to address the oh, deleter? Oh, you want me to do it now? Want, oh, yeah, hell yeah. You oh, want to no. address? No, I don't. Yeah, I, don't, right. I ain't gonna give you no heads up. I want to hear it. Me and Tyler are listening. What what is this that you want to address with us? All right, just in regards to Sean Payton, I said just have an open mind, okay? And this is no, no, I don't want the Sean Payton thing. I want to address. I want to hear and understand about why you want to address the deleting thing. You said something oh, about that. You said something about the deleter. No, okay. I tried to address this with uh, Sterner a few weeks ago I when I was it. in for you because at the top of your show page, which by the way is now, uh, how many pages is this damn thing? Thirty six page, thirty five pages, thirty five pages. Really, uh, a lot of good information in there. Great. I mean, it's not bad information. <laughs> I'm just saying. And you know, by the way, I do appreciate you not changing the format, which I made amendments to. And you didn't, you didn't even notice, I guess. But I cleaned some stuff up for you. I cleaned some stuff up. <laughs> no, under, so on top of your show page, it says the drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right. Has the date, and then it has like who you guys are as people. I don't know if you guys individually did this, if you did this for everybody, Ron. If, if... I mean, let's, we'll be honest. This is an Armin thing. Okay. Our uh, did former he... program this director. This is his description of you guys? This is this is kind of, this is like, if you almost look at it as a as a sitcom, like these are these are kind of the some traits that are, that are, that we live in. Yes. It's what we bring to our show each day, yes. basically. This is Ron the Show Hughley, and this is anyway. what he brings, okay? So show. Thick skin, family man, passionate, black perspective. That is true. We've given that a lot. Yeah, you are black. Okay. Clint, former NFL, brutally honest, Houston native, blue-collar charisma, calculated. Now, now Armin did not have time for Tyler, so Tyler did this his complete <laughs> Did you just change this? <laughs> What? I thought I... I didn't change anything. I didn't change I it. I said that something was... earlier. Because cur- the cursor is right there. Now you move the cursor. You're moving it all over the place Well, I, I was just up there looking at what you're looking at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. T-Mill. Rep H-Town till I die. That's that's him. That's till right. Till I die in all caps. That's, that's that is yeah. right. He's Bury gone. me in the H. Yeah, I was right. going to say, he's gone. And I told Clint a few time. weeks ago that if I'm going to be in for the next three days, which I was, I want you guys to write something about me. It never I happened. I do remember that. It never happened. No, I remember not, you asking. No, I'm not a part of that. I no, you weren't a part of that. It, it never happened, you know? Clint's got a lot of things going on, T-Mill, so do you. You got a lot of prep going. I'm pretty sure Tyler just did Today want. I open up the damn show Probably page. working on the best of today. And you started this damn delete thing yesterday. <laughs> Sean the deleter. Sean the deleter. And so I open up the show page and it says, Bajani. Deletes things out of the rundown. It sure does. I mean, that's that very seems factual. Now I think I, now <laughs> now I believe you bring a little bit more to the table than that. Yes, but that like, portion is one. No, no, part no, no. Of it. Hold on. It was an hour ago. <laughs> your ass stands up here, and you take eight nine minutes out of the show today and talk about the reaction that your freaking eye doctor had. 
about you when you walk into the star. I'm a star. He thinks I'm a star. They're going to take care of me. Celeb status. Until he smacks you square in the face and says, yeah, what do you think of these two pairs of glasses? It's going to cost you $900, I didn't have it. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. You a star, so your ass I know can afford $900 in shades. Love that money. I'm a star to an extent. All right. Done. What are you writing? We're adding to it. Done with, the, the, done with the mills and done. And done. So I'm just saying, man. With silence. I expected a little bit more like thought to go into this. I didn't and it's do not it. for you. It's for T Mill. I know That's who put Tyler. this thing together. He did this. He's. What are you talking about? I, I am the, the normally the master architect of, of a lot of the uh, things going on in the rundown as far as formatting, but. I, I don't know what you're talking about, I, man. I'm just saying. I've been here for 16 years. It'll be 17 years in August. 16. <laughs> One six, Tyler. One six. You've been here, damn it. Where was I 16 years ago? Somewhere in middle, middle school. school. Get my driver's license, actually. Somewhere, somewhere yeah. listening to yeah, No Strings was in middle Attached. School. I was swinging and banging with Mike Jones. Nah, you was listening to No Strings Attached. Well, yeah, that sing. too. Which, done with Mills. Done with Silas. Yeah, that's what you're bringing to the table. I ain't gonna throw Silas. No, I feel like you threw it. I'm, I feel I, like I'm you're done. done with it. Go ahead, and put Stone's ass down there too. I'm done with his <laughs> ass too. I went ahead and added can't afford glasses under show's name as well, Bajani. No, I can afford a glasses. <laughs> I just couldn't afford that second one. <laughs> I can't afford. Hey man, hey, we got birthdays tomorrow. But, but Trey turns nine tomorrow. We got I got three kids. I did. I told him I got three kids, Doc. You know, and I I mean that. <laughs> That other 400 could be used in another space. Oh, man. Nah, man. Nah. I'm just saying, like, that's, I wanted to address it. I expected, like, you know, more thought to be put in, like, take into account the fact that I've been here you know for what? a little while. Like, I feel like there should be there more, should be more. Okay. of a description. I feel and it could that. be bad. It could be good. It could be ugly. I didn't care. But more than just what, like, I did to your show page three weeks <laughs> well, ago. Well, whoever put that in there, though, I mean, it's factual. Tyler. It is fact. So, you know so, so I'll take it upon myself. Actually, can I, can, I'm going to work reason, on that. There was a legitimate reason for it. Can I get? Can I get my <laughs> hypothetical off? Yes, I want you to. Because I've shared. I want. I'm going to get ahead. your thoughts. I've shared this with Tyler. Literally, I've shared this with a ton of people. Me and me and the boss Parker Hillis went back and forth. This is perfect, by the way. And and I'm not. I'm kidding you. I talked to the afternoon host David or David. Danny Parkins in Chicago to see if this was even anything on the mindset of the Bears. So we know that because Lovey Smith tricked away that last game against the Colts, the Texans don't have the number one pick. They got the second pick, and the Bears do. By way of Big Sandy, Texas. We know. I I I I don't know a lot, and I know many of you are loving that statement from me. But I don't I don't know a lot, but I do feel confident that. The Texans are in search for a real long-term commitment at quarterback coming up. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's that's something they want. You have the number two pick. Would you trade the number two pick to the Bears and a second? It'll probably cost a little bit more, but a one and a two at least. The number two pick to the Bears for Justin Fields. Would you trade oh my. for Justin Fields? Because it, maybe the Bears they really want Bryce. Hold on, so. They maybe want Bryce or they want CJ Stroud. Would you offer that up to get the proven this hypothetical to get the proven 
commodity of what Justin Fields has shown to be still on a rookie deal, got two more years. Would you, three more years actually, would you trade the number two pick and it probably take an, an additional high pick like a second, if not a, another one, but probably a second, a one and a two for Justin Fields, the quarterback, especially if you compare him with a Sean Payton or a Shane Steichen. That's immediately where my mind went to. Like, if you compare like, him, like Shane Steichen, the guy who just had who just had Jalen Hurts, that got Jalen Hurts to a point where I think he'd have won the MVP had he not gotten injured. It's up. Like, would you think that through? To know, like, the, like, like we, got a, we got a pretty good idea of what Justin Fields is going to be. Mm-hmm. And you would think maybe he's even better. With one of those guys, and we've seen what Sean Payton can do with quarterbacks, and we've seen we've seen what Shane Steichen has done with a similar similar player. And I would say that Justin Fields is probably more talented overall than 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 Jalen Hurts. Hold on, what? Uh, say say that, say that you you just said you think Justin Fields, Fields is, is more, more talented is more talented than Jalen Hurts than Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think he's more. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do with that statement. I mean, like yeah, just talent. Like Jalen's a better player right now, but I think. What are you talking about? All-encompassing talent, though. Like Justin Fields, I know can run the hell out of the ball, but run and he, he could. He can't throw it for a lick. He could, like, listen, he not a lick. He he improved his he improved his ability to throw the ball. Like, if you remember the game we saw him in when they played the Texans, it was awful. If you watch down the stretch, he's got better. Mm-hmm. Like, Couldn't I mean, complete a pass. Listen, you remember Jalen the first two years? Jalen throwing the ball like he he he, he, he took a step up too. I'm just saying, it's Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud at two, the unproven, or Justin Fields. It, this is this is a very easy one for me. I I don't think I can do it because I believe that I believe that I believe that Bryce Young is special, and I would want a shot at him. But I wonder, do the Bears do too? I wonder, do the Bears think? And I talked to Danny Parkins. He hosted in the afternoons in Chicago. And Danny said, I think the Bears would absolutely be open to that. He said there are some people in the organization that don't quite completely believe in Justin Fields all the way. Not surprised by that at all. This is a very easy one for me. No, I'm not doing this deal. No. Um, because, you know, you bring Sean Payton into it, and it's not even like an either or. It's we kind of know what Justin Fields is trending to be. And while there is inherent fear of the unknown, you might not have a shot at Bryce Young at the end of the day, but you might have a shot at C.J. Stroud. And you do as a number one or two. You have an either or, okay? And you're not talking about mortgaging the number two overall pick to go get Sean Payton. You know, people are up in arms now about how much it could reportedly cost to pay him per year, which has nothing to do with how you build a football team. You pay it. Comes out of the owner's pockets, nothing to do with the cap. So what? You get a coach in here that is going to be charged with developing that quarterback that you take at number two. Maybe Sean Payton looks at Justin Fields and is like, <laughs> good luck with that, Chicago, you know, or whatever. And I, that's something I'm not willing to do. Like, you're mortgaging more in doing something there that is at least a proven commodity for two years within the league that he's playing it do you do you think fields is a franchise quarterback no i don't i am not, not like if you're like let me do you do you think fields is the franchise quarterback i do not as of now okay so if you were in chicago right now you'd be looking at 
Bryce Young. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I, I'll admit. I, I know Fields showed improvement towards the back end of the oh, season. Oh yeah, but, I mean, he, he, but he, no, he is. I think there's some, like I've heard some, but most of the people in Chicago are extremely excited because they they feel like they've done the impossible, and that is be very very confident in their their franchise quarterback while having the number one pick. Look, I, like I think that like Justin Justin Fields, ju- like Justin Fields has a very very good opportunity to take a step to be what Jalen Hurts is, if not better, because he's an his his arm he's an overall better thrower. Right, he, he's, his first couple of years have, have been rough. But overall, especially coming in, obviously Jalen went in the second round and he was a, a top 11 pick. Overall, better thrower. And he's, I mean, he was, if he played the last game, if they weren't tanking themselves, I mean, he would have broken Lamar Jackson's record for rushing yards from a quarterback. I mean, he, the second half of the season, he was amazing and really stepped forward. Like I said, I don't, I don't know that I can do it. It is a proven commodity. It is a proven commodity, and if you are like, if you are someone who's really concerned about the size of 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 Bryce Young, just a, it's it's just a thought. T- taking all that out of consideration and just looking at these two individuals, Justin Fields and hiring Shane Steichen, I'd feel a little bit differently if, in fact, Shane Steichen was absolutely on board. If, Sh- if Shane Ste- Shane Steichen changes your thought a little, makes you lean on a little bit harder. Hundred percent makes you think about it a little bit more. Hundred percent because you see what he's done. You see what Steichen's done. Steichen's seen what Justin Fields has done at the NFL level. I trust a bright, young, innovative, offensive mind judging NFL talent right now and has had two years to do so versus looking at a couple of guys in Young or Stroud from an NFL head coach, a coordinator's point of view, just on what two guys have done in college, not at the NFL. So I'm I'm telling you right now, I could be swayed a little bit, but it comes down to what an NFL talent evaluator and coordinator thinks of an already NFL Caliber quarterback. The Shane Steichen part makes you think twice. Yeah, All right, coming does. up, coming up, we'll give you the latest uh, updates on uh, what's going on with the coaching search and <laughs> Sean Payton's gonna get paid, y'all. We'll discuss that next. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.